This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So you're here because you want to know modern, vintage, everything in the world of card collecting today. Chuck, he's the collector, and Joe, he's the dealer, welcome you to the best card talk that covers it all. From the hottest new cases to 67 high numbers, all brought to you by Oxygen Financial. Breathe easier about life with Oxygen Financial. Visit OxygenFinancial.net and buy sports card investor the leading source for videos podcasts and articles about investing in sports cards profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com collector dealer take it away well if the man told you we're going to give you an episode of the collector and the dealer i guess we better it is episode 37 yes you can own your dream card sort of I am Chuck Oliver. I am the collector. He is Joe Davis. He is the dealer. Joe, how you doing? How you been, brother? Doing great, Chuck. So great to be back with you. Got lots of great topics of discussion today. Looking forward to it. Yeah, baseball hadn't even started yet, really, and there's so much going on with that sport, every sport and the issues and the cards coming out. Uh, I do want to say that we are here in part because of Oxygen Financial. Oxygen Financial has been uh, my personal financial advisor across so many different spokes off that hub. Um, Oxygen Financial for me and my wife, insurance, taxes, investments, of course, all of that. Just we are hopefully, you know, toes in the sand at some point looking at a sunset. And it's going to be in part because of Oxygen Financial. So, uh, again, my personal financial advisor for several years now and if you want to get in touch with him, oxygenfinancial.net you can get him online ted tyler we've had tyler as a guest on here talking about investments he's a collector as well so again oxygen financial my personal go-to me and my wife uh joe also brought to uh the folks each week by sports card investor that's jeff wilson and his whole crew yeah great folks over at sports card investor they they provide all kind of great content through their youtube channel multiple I think three times per week they're given video content and uh, giving good advice to investors and collectors. And they even have a new free app, the Sports Card Investor app that updates what cards are trending, what percentage they're up, things like that. So lots of great data that they provide for uh, collectors and investors across the spectrum of the hobby. And you provide as well. You provide cards and boxes and cases and packs and all kinds of stuff, supplies, et cetera. If anybody is listening, you've told me, like, you've gotten orders uh, from folks. Hey, I heard you on the podcast, et cetera. If anybody wants to reach out and, uh, and touch Joe Davis, how can they do that? Yeah, they can find us on the web at gotbaseballcards.com. That's G-O-T baseballcards.com. And also, that's the same name for our YouTube channel, Got Baseball Cards. And uh, if they are local in the Atlanta area and want to set up appointments for a visit, we are out in Loganville, Georgia, and we're open uh, for curbside business right now, Tuesday through Saturdays. And uh, I have appointments just about every day to meet with collectors. Yes, and and as I was uh, spending most of my fall being a one-man inventory reduction sale, as I've called it uh, for you, uh, I hadn't been up there in a couple of months because even my wife, who is so awesome, she says, collect what you want to collect. 
even she started looking sideways at the number of cards I was bringing in the house. So I hadn't been up there in a minute. But when I come back, I, I, I want you to mention that YouTube channel again because I've guested on it a couple of times. Uh, it's information. It's breaks. It's uh, all kinds of great stuff on your YouTube channel. Yeah, Got Baseball Cards is our YouTube channel. And uh, we do try to provide regular updates on new releases and some informational things about grading and other content to help collectors out. Joe, we're going to start this episode with great news. And I mean, for every parent listening who doesn't want a second mortgage to maybe throw your kids some packs for being a fantastic son or daughter, it's called Tops Opening Day. And I don't believe I'm overspeaking this. Um, I love where the hobby has gone. It gives uh, several different several different high-end entry points, 200 a box, 500 a box, 1,000 a box, Top's opening day is almost like the throwback, the old school box of baseball cards. It's 36 packs, and they're real good cards and autographs, but it's affordable as well. It is. You know, back in the day before the hobby exploded, again, it was about a $35 box. Nowadays, about a $59 box, but in this hobby, in this day and age, that is affordable. Um, this year's has uh, 36 packs per box, seven cards per pack. Lots of variety of inserts, and they even have one-of-one one parallels. So you can pull in one-of-a-kind cards of any of the 220 base cards in the set. So, yeah, it's very rare that we have any products that we can price at under $2 a pack. So gl glad to have something that's affordable for young collectors. And I've got to imagine that there are so many of your customers, maybe adult men or women who have been buying for themselves, and they have to have jumped on this opening day. I've got, but I have to assume it's been popular in your, your, your online orders and such. Yeah, we shipped 100 boxes on release day, if that tells you anything. Yeah. So this is one thing for any parent listening. I really want you to know this because it's way more important to your kids than it should be. But I was a kid and it was important to me. If you've got maybe somebody in a different situation walking around with, you know, his boxes of, of top series one, that's awesome. Opening day, you get every same card stock, same quality. Uh, you don't get as many parallels, as many autographs, as many relics, as many. In fact, I don't think I don't know if you get relics, but you get mascot cards. You get you get to play too. Basically, your kid gets the same sort of cards with autographs and inserts and parallels and all that stuff. So it's a great option. Um, Joe, let's talk about some of the other pending releases uh, as well as new releases. Include my favorite 2021 Gypsy Queen. It is out within days, um, and you're going to have me a case and two hobby boxes set aside for me. Um, Prism yep. Basketball, et cetera, Topps Chrome Formula One. Talk about some of the new releases. I mean, the calendar is just flowing over with it, man. Yeah, the closer we get to baseball season, you're going to see more and more baseball releases come out. Um, the Gypsy Queen you referenced, yeah, it's got two autos per box plus a chrome box topper. Pretty good size set, 300 cards in the base set. And then, of course, there's photo variations, as they've done in years past. There's uh, This year has autographed lineup cards, uh, captains, mini autographs, um, you know, and it's it's the, the old school cardboard card stock. You know, so they do have chrome box toppers, but, you know, the, the set collectors like that basic like standard. Feel. Yeah, it feels like a baseball card. It's not... That, you know, the base set's not shiny and, and so forth. It's, uh, but it's become a, a uh, one of the, the, the gold standards of Topps releases every year. It's just, you know, people look for that product every year. It seems to take off every year. We sell out quickly every year. 
and uh, there's it's very very highly anticipated again this season all right uh prism basketball and uh prism i mean that's basically a way to say refractor without infringing on a on a copyright so and it's as pop it, in fact it's the release um for hoops i believe uh for basketball and the prism that's about to be released or maybe it's already out uh this is the ant-man uh lamello class of, of rookies is that correct Yes, it is. And uh, yeah, it's basically um, this is Panini's version of Topps Chrome. For those who don't know what Prism is, it's, it's, you know, it's an all chrome product. They do have silver parallels and other colored parallels, which are basically their version of refractors. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, th this year's product has two autos per box, 22 types of parallels per box and 10 inserts um, going to set you back at least a couple grand to get to open a box. But yeah, yeah, I mean, LaMelo and uh, Anthony Edwards, Wiseman and so forth, their, uh, their silver parallels will be huge. Their autos will be huge. It's, you know, you're right. It, it is the most popular basketball release every season. All right. Now, I'd mentioned Topps Chrome Formula One cards, and I was at a show in Hickory, North Carolina this past weekend, and I heard someone in Hickory, North Carolina – just a regular guy, you know, flannel shirt overalls, asking for Chrome F1 cards or when they're going to be available. Um, you have your, your your bricks and mortar. Your storefront is in a fairly rural environment. And you tell me it could be European soccer. It could be WNBA. And you said, yeah, F1 cards as well. Um, it doesn't matter, especially if it's a high-end product. Like, you can't keep it. Yeah, there is a uh... – insane demand for this product. I, it was so funny when I first saw the order form, I was like, well, yeah, I, I guess we can move through some of that. And I was like, I guess I'll order it. Had no clue that we were going to see the kind of demand. It's, it's already pre-selling over 700 a box. And it has, uh, there's one autograph every two boxes, uh, 10 parallels per box. There's a, you'll love this. There's even some throwback cards uh, remembering the 1954 Topps World on Wheels set. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and, and of course, everybody's looking for Lewis Hamilton, and uh, it's going to be uh, – it, it will be sold out the day I get them in. They'll, they'll be gone. So, All right. Yeah. I, I, I want to get you a quick comment on one other uh, new release, Leaf Ultimate Draft Football. Now, you mm -hmm. had said last year sometime on one of the episodes, you said in general – if you can be patient and wait till the cards show up with the guy in his NFL uniform, that's that's what you're really going to be happy with as you go down the road. But you've also said that this in particular, it is a a dynamite offering because I think it's a five card pack and all five are autographs. Correct. Yeah they they uh, they arrived to the show really early with this one because it comes out before the draft. But you've got. Uh, yeah, five autographs, and of course, this year's crop. For those who haven't looked ahead, I know you know your football, Chuck. But you know, 2021 football draft. You're talking about five projected five quarterbacks in the top 15. That's insane. Five quarterbacks in the top 15 picks. So that's what drives products. Quarterbacks drive football products, and then you get multiple wide receivers in the top 15 as well. So it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for those. Yeah. Cause I mean, products pre-selling around 200 a box with five autos. So yeah, you're paying basically 40 bucks an auto, but if you pull, you know, Justin Fields or Mac Jones or Trevor Lawrence, you know, uh, more power to you. If you can hit one of those big guys. 
All right, we're actually going to start a new feature here, and it's another resource actually for everybody who's been listening to The Collector and Dealer each week. Uh, your son, Josh, I referenced him, I don't know, several episodes back. Um, you had told me that in addition to his normal professional life, he also, he, he bird dogs, whether it's singles or packs, uh, cases, boxes, or whatever. And, and I said, so your Vanderbilt educated son puts that brain power to use on cards. And you're like, yep. And he does it really well. So we will welcome in now from the West Coast, living out in California, doing his thing there. It is Joe's son, Josh. Josh, welcome to the episode, brother. How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no. It's uh, like I said, uh, we're going to make you work, man. Um, <laughs> as I was talking with Joe, uh, both on the episode and then, then afterwards and then at the shop and all, um, and I won't tell all the listeners exactly what it is. Uh, you've got a keen eye. Now, you come by it honestly. You grew up in the house you grew up in, but you've got a keen eye for uh, either eyeing either singles or, or unopened material, et cetera, to kind of just hoard or throw in the closet. Um, what to buy with an idea of grading it. Um, so what's going on right now? What's been your focus recently? Yeah, of late, I've been watching uh, sort of the move to iconic cards and how we've seen that over the last couple of months. Uh, and within the last month or so, we've certainly seen uh, a big softening in that market. Guys, Hall of Famers like Kobe, we've even seen some some softening in LeBron and Jordan and, and other guys like Duncan, Garnett, um, Bosch, Paul Pierce, a lot of the inductees to the 2020-2021 Hall of Fame class. So I've been watching those markets closely. I saw the big rise a few months back, and I've, I've also seen the steep uh, drop-off of late. And so I've really been focusing my efforts trying to capitalize on that drop-off. That if, and now we're just going to use some round numbers here, a $100 card that I, I was supposed to say like bounced to 150 No, the $100 card that went up to like 350 that maybe has settled in the 250, 275 range, that that actually creates a buying opportunity all its own, doesn't it? That's exactly right. I love that example, and that's that's probably a real-life one. You see cards go from 100 to maybe even 500 at their peak, and now they've landed, and I think they've landed in a healthy place uh, in the twos, right? And so I agree with you. I think we've seen that there's a market at, let's say, 400 or $500 for some of these cards. We know there are buyers out there. Those buyers might be satisfied, but I think there are probably more that will come out of the woodwork over time. Uh, I can't tell you what that time horizon is, but I absolutely think the cards that went to 500, you can get a, into them at 200. That represents a buying opportunity to me, especially if you think about the value that can be created when you're sending off these good shape cards off the grading. Now, I don't want to drill down too much because there's a thousand examples of this, but one that happened uh, just a few days ago uh lebron is at worst i'll say he's he's the third greatest nba player ever at worst behind wilt and mj he might be out a few weeks with a, with an injury and his cards went down i'm like isn't lebron past this folks um but that is the perils when you're investing and i hate to bring this up but like deshaun watson when you're investing in a player who his story is still being written no matter how certain we think we are about it um, you're throwing dice down the table to some degree. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a speculation, Chuck. You're right. And if you can lock in a card, a guy you trust like LeBron, who you know he's going to land in that top 10 list at absolute worst, uh, and I would agree with you, much higher up that list, I believe, uh, it's a much safer investment. So you want to balance that speculation, and, and I believe LeBron's great in any, any portfolio. All right, Josh, before we let you uh, run here, we're going to take a break, actually. Um, I, you and I were talking, you know, off the episode here 
um, about something that I actually was putting in place at your dad's shop back in September, October, November, and it's exactly the reason most people do. I decided I wanted to get in some of those Fleer basketball cards when they returned in 86, 87, 88, those first three years. Um, so I'm going through boxes just pulling stars and Hall of Famers, um, not from the 86 because I couldn't afford those. So I had to sort of throttle down to the second year and third year Fleer after they returned. Um, that's what basically everybody does. I can't afford the 52, so I'll get the 53. Um, talk about the opportunities about second or third year Chrome, Finest, et cetera, of Hall of Fame players. Yeah, absolutely. I do think that's a big buying opportunity, especially when you're looking at those Chrome stock cards. You know they're going to grade well. They might be 20, 30 years old, but they're going to do well. They're going to hold up over time if they've been preserved. And so that represents a great buy when you send it off to PSA and, and preserve these iconic players. So for me personally, I haven't dabbled too much um, in the late 80s, although I definitely respect and see the value there. I've been focusing more in the 90s, um, looking at guys like Duncan, Garnett, Iverson, uh, Kobe as well. And, and I think there's just there's a lot of opportunity. You know, when I look at uh, Duncan and what some of his rookie numbers are going, both for Finest and Chrome, and then I take a look at what his second year Finest is going for, you can get it between $35, $45. You compare that to his Chrome second year um, in the $300 range. And to me, that that seems like too big of a gap. So I'm looking for things like that in the market where you contrast the first year and the second year price, or maybe even you just look between Finest and Chrome or some of the other great um, second year products out there and, and try to see where is there too big of a gap? What, what do I envision um, shrinking over time? And that's where I'm putting my money. The collector, the dealer, and the bird dog. Maybe uh, it'll be the new name for it. Uh, Chuck Oliver, Joe Davis, Josh Davis. We're going to take a quick break. Come back with more of episode 37 next. I told you we're here because of support from Oxygen Financial. They're a sponsor of the collector and the dealer, but where my wife and I are, that's also in part thanks to Oxygen Financial. We have been personal clients of Oxygen for several years now, and originally it was for help with our taxes, looking to pay what we're supposed to, but not more. And we had been paying more for years, actually, it turned out. With Oxygen's help, that immediately changed for the better, and my wife and I decided, let's see what Oxygen thinks of our investments and overall strategy. Well, three years later, after making that choice, I can tell you we breathe easier when it comes to the market than at any time before getting with Oxygen Financial, and that's including the current issues all of us everywhere are dealing with. If you might have a question about where you and your family are, any at all, take the step we did and visit OxygenFinancial.com. You can get a free copy of Oxygen's 21-day budget cleanse, Breathe Easier About Life. Visit OxygenFinancial.com. A popular thought in the sports card world is that there's two camps, those that love the hobby and those that profit from the industry. Thanks to Sports Card Investor, you can do both. Jeff Wilson has built his Sports Card Investor YouTube channel and his personal website, sportscardinvestor.com, so that if you're a beginner looking to flip cards for cash or a returning veteran to the hobby wanting to make sure you get the best deals ahead of any emerging price trends, Sports Card Investor is for you. Sports Card Investor, the leading source for videos, podcasts, and articles about investing in sports cards. Profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com. Welcome back to The Collector and the Dealer. It is episode 37. Now, when I told you it was episode 37, yes, you can own your dream card. Chuck, what are you talking about? 
I am talking about, I want to bring back in Joe Davis. We know him as the dealer, also his son, Josh Davis. We're all back together now. Um, and Joe and Josh, I now own, I own part of a 1953 Topps Mickey Mantle PSA 10. So I'm going to say thank you, collectible.com. Uh, it is fractional ownership. Um, it is treating the Mickey Mantle PSA 10 the exact same as if it is a, a string of convenience stores. It is an investment. Um, and Joe and Josh, again, I just this is not new. There are several other companies. I chose collectible.com. But I boiled down what this was, at least to me, pretty quickly. I could never own, for instance, a $3.2 million card, which is what the PSA, the 53 PSA 10 is right now, roughly. Um, I have said so many times, though, man, if that card was what it used to be, like $2,500, for instance, I'd get it, no question. Well, I didn't have twenty five hundred then, and I don't have three point two million now. But I can purchase twenty five hundred of the card, and so when it sells, I'll get the same sort of percentage. It's the exact same thing, except I don't get to actually hold the card. Um, Joe, Josh, what are y'all's impressions of the fractional ownership? Because for a guy like me who just doesn't have, like, I'm not the owner of the Arizona Diamondbacks, um, but I do get to truthfully say I own part of a fifty two Bowman Mantle. Yeah, Chuck, my first thoughts when I first heard about it, I was like, well, if I, you know, if I want to own a card, I want to hold it in my hand. So at first I was opposed. I was just like, yeah, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. But, you know, it, it, uh, it's no different than owning shares in a company uh, other than you already have an attachment to it. You know, my question to you, Chuck, would be do, the part you own, do you own part of Mantle's nose or is it like his name or and do, do you get to find that much out? Yeah, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm wanting to get like the 52 uh, blank backs and so I can own part of a blank back of a card. Yeah. Uh, that, because that may be, given my percentage, and, and I'll tell you what it is, honestly. I own $700 of a $3.2 million card. And the only reason I don't own more is because – at collectible.com, the way this works, and I'll tell everybody uh, how it goes. And Josh, if you want to jump in, tell me if it's basically the same with, with uh, the other fractional companies that maybe you have knowledge of. Um, they will acquire a PSA 10 1953 Mantle, for instance. The buyer may retain some equity, but if you have a registered account there, they will open the IPO, just like it's a stock. They'll open it at 1 o'clock on you know whatever day. Well, you can go in and buy a limited number of shares for the first 15 minutes or 60 minutes, and then it's just kind of wide open until the IPO is fully funded. After 90 days, they put it on the market, and the prices will either of, of each share will either rise or fall. Um, and then there are just buyout offers where someone will say, the current valuation is $3.2 million. I'll give you $3.7 million. And then they put it up to a shareholder vote. I mean, there's no difference. You're exactly right. Josh, is that in general a pretty good flyover of how this works? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, what I'm following is the movement in the market. And so, Chuck, what you just described, that open market movement, is exactly what I find exciting about this opportunity. You know, I, I know my dad mentioned he likes holding the card in his hand. I, I like um, having the flexibility to buy in and sell out. Um, uh, within a moment's time. And so that's what I've been seeing in, in the markets I've been following. Dibs in particular is one where it's a mobile-based app and it's exactly the same process you outlined, Chuck, where it goes public at a certain price and then it trades in the open market and some go up and some go down and, and that all comes down to, to smart money management and investing strategy. And so I think it's a great opportunity for investors and collectors alike. 
And again, it's access to iconic cards. But I got to be honest, Josh, with what's happened in the industry. I mean, we're talking about there was a yesterday, for instance, they they uh, put the IPO out. They released it for a 1960 Willie Mays PSA nine. It's a fine card. It's his 10th year card. Eighteen thousand dollars. And it was funded almost immediately. Um, when I look at the money being paid for 10th year, now granted, you can't get any more iconic than, than Willie Mays, but it just, it seems that any high grade card of an iconic Hall of Famer, just get in. That's, that's, that's the point right now, it seems like. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that, Chuck. I think when you think about it and you're looking at fractional ownership, you know, you might not have $10,000 for a card, but you're okay to put in a hundred and you're okay if uh, that card is selling a little bit over market because that's the premium you're paying to only own a fraction. And so there are some crazy numbers out there. There are some things that are IPOing at, at far greater numbers than what that card would go for um, if it was selling in whole on the open market, but that's the benefit of this market. And so I think you have to watch trends within these platforms and, yep. and not try to compare them to other auction houses. Yeah, um, it's just amazing to me. You know, a year ago we'd never heard of fractional ownership, and now we've already gotten multiple companies. I think it's just indicative of all the money being poured into our industry, and and all the money coming off the stock market and coming yeah. into the industry. Because it's people with money who have that mindset of owning pieces of things instead of owning a pieces of Apple, they own a piece of Mickey Mantle. And so, you know, it's regardless of anyone's perspective, who, you know, longtime hobbyists who say, oh, that's who are old school, maybe more like me who say, yeah, that just seems really odd. And I couldn't I wouldn't think of buying part of a card, but it's the next generation. It's Josh's generation and others who are who are saying, hey, this is exciting. I get to be a, I get to own parts of all this historic these historic cards. And of course, this happens with, you know, other collectibles as well besides cards, but it's exciting to see it happen in our industry. And it really is. And I'll tell y'all uh, and everybody listening as well, not just Joe and Josh. Hey, don't tell anybody. I'll let y'all know um, that I have actually begun purchasing again, very, very small percentages. But what I have found and Josh, you said it's important to, to sort of, you want to drill down to sort of the, the, the inner economic ecosystem in each one of these sites um, to see what is catching and hitting and, 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 and typically going up. Uh, I've gotten into actual photographs. Um, the portrait, the original portrait taking of Ty Cobb for his portrait photo in the T206. I own part of that. Um, the George Mikan photo from his Bowman card. The, the original photo, and there's only two of them that exist, the original photo of the Mickey Mantle 52 Tops card. Um, and I'm realizing that that's what folks are losing their minds over. Um, and I also went beyond the initial excitement of that. And so when you start looking at numbers and how iconic it is, it's a totally different market than just the card. So, uh, uh-oh. Joe buys a box. Joe, it's the end of the episode. The man says it every single week. You're going to buy a box. What are you taking off the shelf? What are you going to open? What's inside? Well, Chuck, I've got to admit this week I'm going to do some 2021 Revolution basketball, but I'm actually uh, I'm doing some fractional ownership on this box because I'm going to share it with my son, Josh. So I'm going to hand it off to him and let him tell you all about this exciting new product. Josh, what are we going to get, brother? 
Well, I sure hope uh, some great autographs, Chuck. That's what I'm hoping for. Rookie class, I think, this year is loaded, um, even with the LaMelo Ball injury. Hate to see that, but very excited about his long future, as well as guys like Anthony Edwards, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, James Wiseman, um, and some others, you know, some, some others that might rise up over the coming years. I'm a big fan for, for Cole Anthony and Tyrese Maxey. So a lot of opportunity um, in this class, I think. And Revolution, for me, I, I'm not willing to spend the, the over $2,000 to buy a, a box of Prism, but Revolution in the mid 300 seems like a great buy. Big fan of the modern design and so excited to see what comes out of the box. Cha-ching! So Joe and Josh split a box. Uh, 2021 Revolution Hoops for Chuck's Vintage Set of the Week. Brought to you by Oxygen Financial. Breathe easier, folks. Again, Ted, Tyler, everybody up there. I appreciate their help. Uh, OxygenFinancial.net. My personal consultants for several years. And now I'm trying to make sure everybody uh, who listens, they at least have the opportunity to find out about them as well. So again, OxygenFinancial.net. Uh, and it's a little misleading, a little bait and switch here. Chuck's Vintage Set of the Week. No, we're going pre-war, uh, like pre-World War One, like pre-Roaring uh, 90s. Uh, the um, Gypsy Queen baseball cards from 1887. Uh, it was a three. We were talking Gypsy Queen 2021 earlier, and uh, the original cards were from Goodwin and Company, and they're basically the same um, as um, they had a, a parallel set as well. Um, the old judge sets, but it's just got different advertising on them. They're both owned by Goodwin. Joe, I don't know if you own any of these. I'm sure you've had some pass through. Even like a beat up, just either authentic copy or a one or a two, you're talking a couple of thousand for any individual cards, especially if you get to like Charles Comiskey or King Kelly. Um, there's 160. I'll never have the complete set. I'll never own more than just a few, but they're gorgeous cards, and they really are an important issue in the history of the the the, the industry. Yeah, I was just looking on eBay as we spoke at a uh, watch Burnham, and it's a PSA two, and they're asking almost three grand for it. And so, yeah, I I don't recall that I've ever had any of these. I may have um, as many vintage sets as I've bought. I certainly haven't had many, if if any, and uh, but. With all the demand for current Gypsy Queen, I think there's plenty of collectors out there who would love to just own one of these to put in their collection just as a historic throwback to look back at. And the uh, the, the uh, classification that PSA puts on the cards is the set is labeled the N175 Gypsy Queens. I think that's from the old Jefferson Burdick uh, oh, yeah. classification. Yeah, we would need to get uh, Anson Whaley back on to talk a little bit more about these. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But when you're, you, what you said about maybe just having one example, that's, you know, when you hear about people, I'm, I, I, I'm a type card collector. They yes. want one, one example of each type of different card. And so the Gypsy Queen, you know, maybe I can afford to have one just to look at. But my goodness, those are beautiful. And like I said, really an important place in the history of the hobby. All right, that's going to wrap up episode 37 of The Collector and the Dealer. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? 
the power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.